in life, everybody wants to be a winner. And the Bible talks about winning. The Bible does talk about winning. The Apostle Paul talked about being a winner and wanting to win and striving to win. In fact, uh, listen to what uh, Paul says here. First Corinthians, he says, he says, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets a prize? Run in such a way to get the prize. Run in such a way to get the prize. It says, run in such a way to get the prize. It says, everyone who, who, commit, who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. And so what's he talking about? The crown that won't last. So uh, you run to get the little ribbon. You run maybe to get a trophy. And that's not going to last forever. And so Paul is talking about running for things and getting a prize that is eternal. He's talking about being with Jesus forever in heaven. And he says they do it to get a crown that will, or, that will not last. He says, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. Some of you guys are kind of spinning down the aisle, aim, running aimlessly. I do, he says, I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, he says, I beat my body and I make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I've shared Jesus with other people. I've lived my life and my life would be an example of, of showing other people Jesus as I've, after I've lived my life that way, preached the gospel through word and deed. He says, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Here's what I know. Everybody in the room wants to win. You all want to be winners. In life, we want to win. And so the, it sort of pushes on us. And sometimes that's why we uh, go for the promotion at work or we try a little bit harder. And uh, that's why uh, you, you, you know, you guys, you all do what I want to do, you know, marry the trophy wife, right? So that's, that's, that's my wife. So that's, that's a, all right. Everybody wants to be a winner. You want to win, you want to win, you want to win, right? But this morning, fifth Sunday, I'm talking to the kids in the room. This morning's fifth Sunday, talking to the kids in the room. And so I want you guys, I want you to think about winning in your life. But you kids in the room, especially you elementary kids, and in the middle school, uh, your life consists of two places. Two places. Your entire life can be wrapped up in two places. At home and at school. At home and at school. So the kids in the room, if you're a kid in the room, raise your hand. There you go. Everybody in here is a kid. Y'all have parents? Anybody in here not have parents? Okay, kids are, all right, everybody put your hands on. If you're actually attending school right now, if you're attending elementary, junior high, raise your hand. All right, hands down. Listen, I'm talking to you guys this morning. You want to be winners. You want to be winners at home, and you want to be winners. You want to be, you don't want to be a loser. You want to be winners at home, and you want to be, so let's talk about winning at home. At home. Listen to what the Bible says about being a winner. You can be a winner at home, or you can be a loser at home. But listen to what the Bible says about being a winner at home. It says, Ephesians chapter 6, this is how you go about being a winner at home. Children, 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 (laughs) obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother which is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you. Sometimes you guys have gotten in trouble and you realize at the time that you got in trouble, this ain't going well with me, right? And so the promise is, is that when you honor your mother and father, that it will go well with you and that you may enjoy long life. Listen to this. Do you know how to help your family? Do you know how to help them? 
Because when you are helping them, you are honoring them. When you help your mom and dad, you're honoring them. When you're listening to your parents, you're helping them. When you are listening to your parents and you're contributing to your home, you are winning. You're not losing. That's what the Bible says. Honor your mother and your father. Now, I'm going to tell you guys some ways. Kids, I'm going to tell you some ways right now that you cannot help in your house. You can't do it. Pay the mortgage. You got a house payment. Wherever you live, maybe you're renting, maybe you're buying a house, but there's a payment that is made in order for you to live there. You kids, you can't make that payment. You can't. Um, any of you guys have uh, running water in your home? Uh, guess what? You got to buy that. You have to pay for it. You can't pay for it. You can't. And you guys have heat in your home, air conditioning in the summer. You can't pay for it. You don't have a way to pay for it. You can't do it. Anybody ever eat in your home? Anybody ever? Any of you ever eat? Some of you guys are like, yeah, you've eaten in your home before, right? And you can't pay for it. You can't contribute that way to your house. But some of you guys feel like, it's cold in here. Turn up the heat, right? And some of you guys are like, there's nothing good to eat in the refrigerator, right? And you can't, but you can't do those things. But guess what? There is a way for you to honor your mother and your father. Here's the thing. You don't want to be a loser. All of you guys showed me just in the, uh, you, you guys, some of you guys, the dot race is going on. Some of you guys are rooting. Yellow has got to win because you want to win. You're watching these kids running up and down the aisle. You want to win. Everybody wants to win. Nobody wants to be a loser. But here's the truth. You can be a loser in your home. Or you can be a winner in your home. And the way that you can win in your home is when you honor your mother and your father. How do you honor your mother and father? You make your bed. You get up in the morning, you make your bed. You do that. That honors your mom and dad. You say, thank you for providing this fantastic bed for me. You get up and you make your bed. Uh, You honor your mother and your father by when there's dirty dishes in the sink. You say, I'm going to put them in the dishwasher. Or you clean them up and you put them away. You honor them that way. That's how you're a winner in your home. You honor your mother and your father. That's what you do. You clean up after yourself. Uh, You look around. That garbage is kind of getting full. Instead of looking at it and and, and just kind of expecting somebody else to do that, you go over there and you cinch up the little thing. And you, you take the garbage out. And you honor your mother and your father. That's how you win. That is how you win in your home. You don't want to be a loser. You want to be a winner. All the parents are going, yeah, you hear that guy, right? And so, hey, listen, you don't want to be a loser. How do you win? We want to win. That's how you win in your home. Listen, Wednesday, some of you guys saw this on on, uh, Wednesday. I did this with Kids Club Kids, Wednesday, some of the older ones. And um, so, uh, what is this? Oh, this is not a broom. This is a tool for kindness. This is a tool for kindness. In your home, kids, guess what? I want you to shout out to me. How can you use this as a tool for kindness in your home? Sweep the floors. That's right. Anything else you can sweep? Get rid of cobwebs. Get rid of cobwebs. Right? Driveway. Anybody have a driveway? This is not a broom. This is a tool for kindness. You can use this tool for kindness in your home as an act of kindness. Okay, here we go. Everybody knows what this is. What is this? Not a rake. It is a tool for kindness. It's a tool for kindness. And so you guys, how many of you guys, any of you guys have to do the old rake up the yard thing this time of year? 
Got to rake up the yard thing. Anybody that going on? Guess what you can do? You can use this as a tool for kindness. You say, Mom and Dad, thank you for providing food for me and uh, paying the rent for me and providing uh, uh, electricity that I get to charge my phone that you bought for me. Hey, thank you for doing all this. I can't pay for any of that stuff. But what I can do is show you that I love you by using the tool of kindness and going out and honoring mom and dad and you help them out in the yard that's what you do don't give me that look i see some of you looking at me like yeah so what is this what is this it's a tool for kindness how can you use this around your home how can you use this around your home take out the trash take out the trash this my friends is a tool of kindness. listen listen you don't want to be a loser. You don't want to be a loser, but I'm going to show you the loser stance. All right, Johnny, Sally, Susie, take out the garbage. You don't want to take out the garbage. You make them take out the garbage. You're being a loser. 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 You want to be a winner. When they say to take out the trash, you say, all right, Mom. Okay, Dad. I'm on it. I got it. It's good. That's how you win. That's how you honor your mother and your father. And the Apostle Paul, he says, you go after that. You run that race to win the prize. So you think about it. How do you win? Your whole world is either at home or at school. It's at home or at school. So how do you win at school? How do you win at school? Well, here's how. Romans chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. Everyone, raise your hand if you're everyone. Everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities. Now you think about school. Who's the authorities in your school? For there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, who, who, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instructed. So, you tell me, how do you win at school? How do you win? Listen. You listen. You listen. When your teacher, when your teacher says, this is the instruction, hey, listen, when your teacher probably has this expectation in your classroom that only one person would talk at a time, or when your teacher is talking, you're not talking. That's how you win at school. You say, they're the authority. They're the teacher. When they're talking, I'm not talking because I'm not a loser. Because I'm going to win, and I'm going to fight to be the, the man or the woman uh, that God wants me to be. I'm going to listen to the authority. And so when they say, keep your hands to yourself, you're going to keep your hands to yourself in the classroom at school because you're going to win and you're not going to be a loser. Not going to be a loser. You're going to be a winner in the, in the classroom. Okay? And, uh, and so it leads, this is the list here. I wrote these things down. Uh, don't talk when you're not supposed to talk. Uh, don't run in the halls because you're not supposed to run in the halls. Keep your hands to yourself. Uh, listen to your teachers. And listen, that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to respect the authority. And if there's things that are going on there that uh, you don't think that should be happening there, then you go home and you talk, talk to mom and dad about it. But you don't get in your teacher's face about it. You go home and talk to mom and dad about it. 
And so that's how you, that's how you win. Listen, here's a Bible verse, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. You guys will know this one if you've been in kids club. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Be kind and compassionate. to In school, you're a loser when you're not kind and compassionate to one another. In school, you are a winner when you are kind and compassionate to one another. Let's see. So number two, it's yellow. It's got an orange eraser. What is this? It's a tool for kindness. This is a tool for kindness. This is a tool for kindness. Um, some of you guys really do like your teachers. And uh, you know what your teachers really like to get? They like to get a note from you that says, thank you. Thank you. Your teachers enjoy getting that. And so you get to be kind and compassionate to your teacher by pulling out, uh, the, uh, pulling out the tool of kindness and writing them a note. Some of you guys know I drive a school bus. And uh, just a week ago, I went from uh, being a full-time driver, school bus driver of, of bus number uh, one, uh, to being part-time and just kind of subbing and filling in uh, there. And, and, um, and the kids that were on my bus, uh, several of them wrote me little notes. And, and, uh, and they said, uh, you're the best bus driver. And, you know, I knew that that but and they, and, they, and and they were so kind and these kids give me a little hug and things like that and, and it feels good i'm an old man you kids need to understand you can touch your teacher's heart when you write them a little note and say thank you with your tool of kindness now you have classmates and when there's times at school you're not supposed to be writing notes and so there's other times maybe you can write notes maybe you can write a note at home but you have you have friends at school that you might write a note to as an act of kindness. But then listen to this. Some of you kids are insightful enough to know that when you look around the lunchroom or the classroom, some of you are insightful enough to know you've already figured out there are some kids that don't have a lot of friends. And you could be the one to write a note as an act of kindness. Your whole world is at home and at school, and you don't want to be a loser. You want to be a winner. And so at home, win. At school, win. One more race. One more race. The race the Apostle Paul was talking about is the race of the Christian walk. It's the race of the Christian walk. It's trying every day to give your best efforts and to try a little harder and to strive towards being more like Jesus. That's the Christian race. The question becomes, are you in the race? Are you in the race? The Bible says that the way you get into the race is that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, and you recognize the fact that he died on the cross to pay for our sins, and that we don't need to worry about our sins anymore because Jesus took care of that, but now we just get to run the race. We get to run the race as a follower of Jesus Christ. 
You're baptized into Christ. It's kind of like on your mark, get set, go. Out into the world to win the race for Jesus. I don't know where you are on your journey, but if you've never been baptized into Christ, that's something that I'd like to talk with you about. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, then go off, live your life to win. If you don't know Jesus, get in the race. Get in the race. Let's pray. Father, thank you that we could be here this morning. We ask that you'll help us to take these lessons with us as we go. Uh, Father, we ask that you'll bless our time of fellowship down in the gym at the potluck. You are so good to us. Thank you for all that we have and all that we are in you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Altar, I didn't care if it cost me a friend of-